We head to the home stretch in quarter number four on the Keystone Kickoff Show. Brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from and your smartphone. welcome back to the Keystone Kickoff Show. It is quarter number four. I'm Jim Galante along with Dustin Hawkinsmith. And just as promised, a special, very special guest. The voice of Penn State Wrestling, Jeff Byers. Jeff, welcome to the show. My mom always told me I was very special, so I appreciate the introduction, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not often we get so, you know a big-time guy like Jeff Byers on our show, so it's absolutely fantastic. Only The only issue we have is, as I mentioned earlier, I'm wrestling illiterate. I like watching Penn State Wrestling. It's fun to watch a winner. But that is why we have our own resident wrestling expert, and that's Dustin Hawkinsmith. And it's why I'm just going to throw the interview over to Dustin and let him handle it. Get out of the way, Jim. You didn't <laughs> you didn't disclose, by the way, that you're actually functionally Ill- illiterate too. Not just wrestling <laughs> illiterate. You're you're very versatile with your illiteracy, and I I applaud you for that. You're also a very special boy, um, <laughs> Jeff. I. Jeff, I, I I never had a chance to meet Jeff, but I've heard such wonderful things. And I know that people who follow Penn State Wrestling follow with so much passion, Jeff, and they really, really enjoy the fact that you bring so much passion to what you do for this team. And, you know, you've been doing this for the better part of three plus decades. Uh, and I know that before Kale Sanderson arrived, that you had a lot of highs and you saw a lot of really good wrestlers. But to have this program be where it is in this sport, dominating it the way that it has. How how cool of a ride has it been for you this last decade or so? Yeah, it, it's one of those things. I mean, I, I literally do pinch myself every now and then uh, because it, it, you know, people and I joke, you know, how is it going? I'm living the dream. I actually am living the dream. I mean, I, I was a kid that grew up uh, loving Penn State wrestling uh, going to Rec Hall from the time I was probably about three or four years old and uh, watching matches. And to and I've said to many people over the years, I mean, I truly loved covering the team from day one uh, and was very, very grateful for the opportunity and uh, truthfully wondered if I'd ever get the chance to call a national championship team. That was uh, the goal for so long, and it was such a, a big mountain to climb. And there were a couple of years uh, under Rich Lorenzo, and then uh, you know one under John Fritz, where I really thought you know that they might get here, uh, and it obviously never materialized. And then you know the whole paradigm shift of uh, college wrestling with the announcement that Cal was hired here at, at Penn State. You knew it was going to mean Penn State was going to be uh, an instant contender, and. Kale, to his credit, when he came in, said, you know, the goal isn't to win a national title. We're, we're looking to win national titles and be contending uh, on a regular basis. I'm not sure even Kale, uh, if you put truth serum into him, believed or, or thought that this was the type of dynasty that was going to happen. But, um, you know, it's to Kale's credit, but it's also the uh, support structure that was in place here and that obviously Cal brought with them, starting with uh, Cody and Casey, who uh, I just don't think you're going to find three better human beings on the planet than uh, those three who uh, lead up the the coaching staff. And Jimmy Kennedy's been a great addition. But, 
you know, you look at the Nittany Lion Wrestling Club and all of the value that that brings uh, and the guys that they have involved with that. Uh, and again, it's not just that they're great wrestlers. It's the character uh, of the people that they've assembled. I mean, a Kyle Snyder and a David Taylor, a Zane Rutherford and, and a Thomas Gilman, who, uh, again, you're just not going to find better people, uh, let alone wrestlers. And I think that's been, you know, for me, the, the really neat thing is, yes, I've loved calling the uh, the national championships and uh, being able to see up close and personal all of these titles, but it makes it so much better when you know that these are genuinely good people that it's easy to root for uh, and that they're doing things the right way. I think uh, I would much rather like I was, I would love to see kale with truth theorem in him. I, I w- if there was a brag serum, I would love to hear him say anything remotely that hinted at greatness or, or that kind of put what his program is doing in perspective, but his modesty and humility about it is like, it's borderline aggravating. Like you, you, you just want to see this guy talk about that, but he won't, he won't go to that place. Yeah. And I'll tell you the more, uh, as I'm getting older and and starting to, uh, maybe get uh, just a, a morsel of wisdom here and there. The one thing that I am discovering is that you're, you're truly successful people. And I'm talking about the, the top end, People and listen. I've I've had the chance to you know I covered Joe Baturta when he was here. Uh, you know, Cal Sanderson now. Uh, but when you read biographies of of you know top level people, whether it's in business or politics or uh, the the sports world, it, it really is that focus on what's next, and and they don't get caught up. And and it's amazing to me because it's one of the things that I mean I I try to do is stay present in the moment understand that, you know, I have some goals that I'm shooting for long-term, but the way to get there is to really focus on, on, you know, the moment and getting the most out of each moment. And there's a lot of people, including me, that, that try to do that and, and say they're going to do it. There are very few that can truly do that, can truly appreciate the day for the day, understanding what the long-term goals are and that it's going to take a daily process to get there and then to get others to buy into it is the remarkable thing uh, about Penn State. And it's just been such a consistent thing. And yeah, Cal, I mean, it is a genuine uh, humility because he, he's not really worried about what it is that, that he's accomplished or the program or even his kids have accomplished. It's, all right, how can we get better uh, today? And, and I mean, it starts, you would not know on the plane rides or the bus rides back from nationals whether Penn State came in first, whether they came in last, whether they had five champions, whether they had no champions, the conversations are not generally about wrestling. Uh, if they are, it's about specific matches that, that occurred. But it is always then with an eye toward, man, I you know I, I hope we can get this guy to improve here. I we hope we can get this guy to improve there. Uh, and, and it starts, I mean, the, the very next day they come back from nationals, they're back in the room, uh, you know, rolling around with the guys. And it's just a, a constant focus on, on improving and, and making the most of each day. And again, there's a lot of people that try to do that. I, I just think there's very few that uh, truly do it as consistently as, as these guys do. 
And I think that that's a real big key is that, that Kale, what he's looking for in a wrestler and what he's trying to preach, he, he walks that too. And, um, I think that's so important. Like I, I was struck. I talked to, um, Roman Bravo young over the summer and I asked, I asked everybody this, who's close to the program. How is it that in these big moments, you guys are able to stay so calm and, and, and I think that's been such a big advantage at nationals in particular and his, more or less his response. And now he's more laid back than your average Penn state wrestler is, but his response was basically, well, it's only the national title match. And it's like, I, I know not everybody thinks that way, but clearly there's a mindset that Penn state is attracted to. They find it and they cultivate it. Yeah. And there, there's a couple of components to it. I, I think that have, have really, separated what Penn State's doing from the rest of the field. And the one is that they get those team-first guys. And in a sport that is as individualized as wrestling is, I mean, it's obviously just you and your opponent on the mat. It is you out there. But when they recruit, I mean, it it is really specific. Obviously, you need talented kids, kids that have accomplished something on the mat. But they've turned away. I mean, they haven't even approached guys that have had terrific high school accolades if when the coaching staff goes to a match or even if they hear through the grapevine that uh, these kids at at matches that they attend are not on the bench rooting on their uh, teammates when the the dual meets going on and and you have it every now and then I mean again it's an individualized sport and there are guys that man I'm just focused on what I want to do and uh, be the best I I can be and I got to be in my own little world to do that and they're, they're, you know, standoffish. And that is, it's just an immediate red flag. And it's not somebody that Penn State will recruit because they want these guys uh, that are team first oriented and that, uh, that are going to be there for their teammates. And then, you know, the other part is, uh, well, one of the other parts is that I do think they really try to focus on these guys that have the highest of aspirations. And so it, it's yeah. not that they're trying to come in and win national titles. It's that that's a stepping stone to either becoming a, a UFC champion or an Olympic gold medalist or something along those lines. And, you know, the other part of it, I, I, I think a third thing would be they also do look for guys that prioritize wrestling and that it is an important part of their life. But it's not their entire life. And I I've seen it, uh, Dustin, when, when you go to nationals, you can see the guys. I, I mean, you can pick them out that this is everything to them. And it's a subtle thing, but it's, it's a really important difference between wanting the opportunity and being grateful for the opportunity to wrestle for a national title and thinking that your life's meaning revolves around being able to accomplish this goal and I'm just telling you, across the board, and I know Penn State, you know, other fans, uh, other teams' fans make fun of Penn State guys for, oh, you know, we're just here to have fun. I am telling you that it is that perspective of, listen, what an opportunity I have here. What a neat thing this is that I get to wrestle for the national title. And if if I win it, man, this is going to be one of the great things that's that's going to happen to me. And if I don't, I, you know, it's a bummer. I put a lot into it. I want to do it. But these guys aren't focused on that's the end of their life. And they know that this is a wonderful opportunity. This is a really cool thing. They put a lot into it. 
but then there's a whole rest of their life that they have to go out and uh, and lead. And I think it's why so many of these guys uh, have gone on, are going on, and will go on to have future success well beyond the wrestling match. We did have a Penn State duel on Sunday afternoon. We're going to spend about 30, 30 seconds on it. 31-3, they beat Oregon State. Those guys travel cross-country to, to go through that. Uh, you saw RBY back in the lineup for a major. Bo Bartlett got a nice 5-3 win. Uh, nice crowd moment for Donovan Ball at 184, filling in for, for Aaron Brooks. And then I think you saw Max Dean uh, coming back uh, after back-to-back losses with a good 6-3 win there, too. Uh, Jeff, hate to run out the clock on you there, but I just wanted to kind of recap some of the key yep. details of the actual action on the mat. Uh, we'll be seeing you more here, Jeff, coming up on the Keystone Kickoff Show. Uh, and Jim, about right back at you. Yeah, unfortunately, that is it. We are out of time. Jeff, I really hope you could come back. Would love to hear more from you. You got it. Fantastic. But that's it for the show. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Dustin. And thank you all for listening. Make sure you join us next time on the Keystone Kickoff Show. The Nittany Lions are headed to Pasadena for the Rose Bowl, and you can join them. Collegiate Athletic Travel is offering a three-night package, including nonstop charter flight with Southwest Airlines from Harrisburg to L.A. Burbank Airport. Stay at the Lowe's Hollywood Hotel. Rose Bowl parade tickets and all transfers are included. Here's your chance to attend the Rose Bowl and let Collegiate Athletic Travel do all the work. Land-only package is available, too. Go to athletictravel.com or call 814-238-4987. Hey guys, this is Andrew from 409 Tailgate Club, here to talk to you about our new Coffee Barbecue Dry Rub Set. Over the years, we've developed some great tailgate sauces and barbecue dry rubs, but our new coffee rubs are totally unique spice blends, low in sodium, and feature Happy Valley's finest coffee, W.C. Clark's, roasted right in the cheese shop in downtown State College. So head on over to 409tailgateclub.com, grab yourself some coffee rubs, and remember, always tailgate with honor. We are.